Hey, welcome back to More to the Story. This is part two of guys basically just talking about Mary stuff. Uh, but now this one is uh, we're finishing up the conversation we had about uh, things we wish we knew before getting married, and then we're going to go into things that we've learned since being married. And it's kind of yeah. one and the same, but it, it, it still it, it, it does have any, some differences. Yeah, because absolutely. I, um, and we have. Tank here before I get into it. What's happening? Appreciate fam? him pulling back up. He's I'm actually, back, y'all. I'm yeah, here. We, All we, up in the building. This, we still just in the studio. Obviously, I got Took the same shirt on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the difference <laughs> is like the way you move when you're married versus in a relationship. And that was mm-hmm. going to be probably what we've learned since being married. Um, but going back real quick, I think we just spend like another 10 minutes on what I wish I could tell myself mm-hmm. uh, before I get married. What's one piece? Bad piece of advice that you got before you got married from somebody. Bad piece of advice mm-hmm. is it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. Mm. Talk about it. Because I know that saying. Hey. And a lot of people apply it to life, not just married. And they, yeah. that's, that's their no. <laughs> that's their scapegoat for doing something wild. Yeah, you know yeah, out the box, yo. I'd rather just ask for forgiveness than permission. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, talk about it. So, Angel don't like guns. Mm-hmm. As many of you know, I love guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had guns when I was in Kentucky, or whatever. And moving out here, didn't have any. Same as a motorcycle. I, yeah, y'all you know, rode in Kentucky, but not out here. But moving out here, she was like, "You ain't getting one." <laughs> um, but a gun, however, uh, I was like, she wouldn't let me have one when we was in the apartment. We moved yeah. to a house. I'm like, we need a gun. Yeah. So she finally let me get one. And then uh, we communicated about me getting a second one. She didn't want me to have it, but I got it. These are all pistols, but I went and got a, a longer gun. Yeah. I was like, I need a long gun. She was What's like, What's a long gun, well, Marcus? I'm sorry. Because uh, you pull it. Yeah, a, rifle, thinking, a rifle type okay. gun. Like I'm thinking the long 357. You yeah, just pull it out. Like the Joker, you know, the big <laughs> nine foot revolver. Nah, like a rifle. And she yeah, was dude. like, No, absolutely not. I don't want that in my house. I was like, All right. I was like, I'll just sneak this one back. <laughs> I knew she was going to find out eventually, but I was like, I'll just, so I went to the gun range one day. Yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, her niece was out here visiting, so I'm getting back from the gun range. She knew I was going to the gun range, so yeah. I had my backpack on, you know, and I pull out this case, and she's pulling up to the house, and she sees uh. me grabbing this case out of the back of my truck. I look at it, and I put it back <laughs> like she didn't see it. <laughs> just let me tell you, just talking about this gives me so much anxiety right now in this moment. Y'all, my hands are shaking because I have never been so scared. <laughs> but after we talked about it and she was just talking about, you know, how it made her feel yeah. about me just lying to her about that. And, you know, my dumb ass was like, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ever say that. Omitting the truth is never man. better. Man, I just stupid. We stupid. Anyway. I feel so bad. I even I still feel bad about that. The fact that I lied to her about that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's one of those things. It's like that's the worst advice you could possibly give. just ask for ask for uh, forgiveness, not permit. It, it, it was better for me to talk her down enough to where even if she didn't agree, she was like, "Man, whatever, just do it and don't talk. Don't you know? It, it's better to do that versus you know I'm just gonna do this and now me being affected like." What is this? Like eight years later, I still feel like God dang. Mm-hmm. Like I feel it because she expressed her feelings of how it made her feel of me just kind of sneaking that by her, and I yeah. said, and it made me feel awful. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, so it's like a trust thing. Like 
you don't want a woman to trust me jeopardized. No. Um, and that made and that you know she lost trust in me a little bit in dealing with that. So now it feels like oh I got to uh, build that trust back yeah. up. And you don't which is to not easy yeah. to not, do. Hell no. It, um, it it takes years to develop and build that that concrete trust, and yeah. it takes one lie to to ruin it all. Yeah. So I know the first episode we did, you saw somebody say zoom in. I just wanted to explain that. Real yes, quick. please do. Yeah, I, just, so, I, I was like, well, camera be here I'm first, and then you can you can hit yeah. the cameras because it must have been a couple of heifers. That's my tank riders. It must have been a couple of y'all in here. Somebody said zoom in. So you know me, Kev, to hear yeah. uh, me, Kev, Angel, and. Melissa. Uh, Melissa, we do uh, the bottom of the beautiful. We do show reviews and stuff, and so I started doing this thing. We, we started off recording on an uh, iPhone. Yeah, same. Josh is in the back, and I just be like, "Man, Josh, zoom in real quick." <laughs> Knowing it couldn't zoom in, so what I do, I just run up to the camera, get real close, like zoom in. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm working on the merch, y'all. I'm working on the zoom in merch. Uh, oh. But that's one of the things, and then plates. Yeah. You're going to see plates in there, What's too. What's plates? <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, we get ready. You know, we setting up. We got the live going. Yeah. We, we about to. Uh, no, we, it was already going. We was already filming. And Angel's like, well, Mark's telling about our sponsors today. What sponsors we have? So, we have stamps, uh, somebody else, and every plate. And as I'm writing every plate, I'm reading them off in order, and I see stamps. So, I was like, plates! Oh, mm. <laughs> I lost it. You said it loud like that? Loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. I lost it for about 15 minutes. I'm talking about <laughs> tears coming out my eyes laughing. And they ain't let they, they never gonna let, let me live that down. You see the plate emoji coming up. Yes. Plates. Uh, so every time we be like, who's our sponsor? I just be like, everybody on the count of three. One, two, three. Plates. plates. <laughs> so I got plates and rental spoons. That's what they keep calling me. Oh my uh, god. Anyway, that's way off subject. Yeah. That <laughs> but was I, had great. To, I had to explain. It was necessary. <laughs> I had to explain what these heifers done brought up in here. <laughs> he said these heifers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they are. They my helpers. I'm their helper. <laughs> oh. All right. Getting back on topic. That was great. Uh, you know, uh, just leave that alone. That is better to ask for permission. Yeah, that, that's like that was. Of course, not knowing any better. You know, you hear stuff all the time. You it's like, oh yeah, you know, hear from people that's been married, or you hear stories that it ain't that bad, but you don't know how it truly affected them. Yeah. They may not even knew. If it's a man, he may not know how bad it was mm-hmm. when he did something stupid like that. Yeah. Oh, she'd be all right, not knowing that his wife thinking about leaving or. You know what, John at work, he treats me better than you. Yeah, yeah that, you know that, what I'm saying. That work hey. husband be yeah. He, he got yeah. the best. He only got to be a husband eight hours eight a day. Eight hours a day. He and and you busy. You busy throughout the eight hours, so it ain't even a full eight hours. Nah. You see you at lunch when you come in and we yeah, eat. I, I, I brought you a salad. I know you like this. Oh, listen, thank you, John. Listen, you sneaky hey. motherfucker. <laughs> you sneaky rat bastard. Um, one thing that I learned that I, I had to like completely abandon, and I had heard this from so many old men, uh, happy wife, happy life. Man. And happy wife, happy we... life essentially means that whatever you want to do, but and Farron it's not even that despised. It's that. even more than that. Well, see, that's how I took it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, t- yeah, I t- yeah. I took yeah. it. I uh-huh. took it as happy wife, happy life, and I took it as whatever you want to do. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you want. And she hated it because she was like, "You're not giving this any, is a, any yeah, thought about it. Any I'm sorry, impu- go ahead. Yeah, any input. She was like, "This is our marriage. We decide what we do. Mm-hmm. I want your input. This is why I'm asking. When you say happy wife, happy life, you minimize my 
voice to give you a voice. And you also take away my ability to lift you up because right. you're trying to make it seem like it's all about me. And then it shouldn't be all about me. In any marriage, it should be all about us. Absolutely. So when I ask you for your input, I really want it. Even if I don't agree with it or you don't agree with me, I still want to hear it because I value your opinion. And it wasn't until, I mean, years. Because I, I would yeah. say it jokingly, but I really <laughs> believed it. And she was like, stop saying that mm -hmm. for years. And then she broke it down to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And having said that in probably, probably five, four or five years now, yeah. because I I realized what she meant by that. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, I thought that if I just give her away, everything would be cool. Right. And it's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's not. There is no cruise control for marriage. There really isn't. Or any relationship. It's really not. Because like we said on the last episode, uh, Tank said that people change. Yeah. You change as fast as technology does. I don't even like the same pizza in my 30s <laughs> that I did in my 20s. Pizza, however... I still like pizza. It's still in the playbook. It's still in the playbooks. <laughs> but I can't eat the red sauce after a certain hour. I had to switch yeah. to the white. That hey, red sauce will have me burping all goddamn good, night. That white sauce is bomb. That white sauce is bomb. Hey. You get the little chicken, the chicken on there. Hey. And you put hey. you get the regular cheese, but the then you Alfredo? add a little feta. Oh. You add a little oh. feta with it. Who you telling? Who you telling? Oh, you talking about a good time. Hey. But that phrase, happy wife, happy life, I never really paid attention to it. And actually, I think it was last year sometime, uh, I heard, I think it was Angel and Melissa broke it down. And I learned from that because I was like, I never even thought about their phrase. I never even like lived mm -hmm. like, oh, let me make sure you're happy. I just heard people say it all the time. But I actually did a post about it uh, recently. But it's like, if the if a woman is not happy, there's nothing, nothing in, a wor in the world can make a woman happy but her. Mm. You know, you can't make Fran happy. She can be happy with what you're doing. But if she's not a happy person, there's nothing that a person can do to become happy or to 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 make someone happy. Mm -hmm. So, like, fellas, if you're dating, or what women, if you're dating, it's like, oh, I'm just not happy. If you're not gonna be happy with any man until you're happy with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, and you know, it's crazy because I almost made a post about this yesterday or the day before. I woke up and even in the midst of everything that's going on right now, I was like, I'm gonna have a good day. Mm -hmm. I made the decision to have a, a good day to be happy. That was a shit day because that was Monday. But I tried. I got yeah. up with the intentions to have a good day. And sometimes that's what it is. Boy, like even shit all on it. <laughs> man. I really felt I really felt like it was a devil testing me, like, let me find this yeah. thing is breaking point. Because hey, everything mm -hmm. that could go wrong was going wrong. Like, you know, I had a guest cancel at the last moment. I wasn't able to make to, to make any of the, the shoots. I'm worried about everything. I can't get in the car. It got to a point where it was like, I can't do anything. I just gotta submit. Yeah, and I hated it. I fought that tooth and nail, and I stayed angry for hours. And then at last, I was like, I can't do anything about this. Yeah, yeah. And I just had to. I had to come to grips with. It. But what there can some I things, do at this point? Yeah, let me just do that. I yeah. could be mad the rest of the day. Yeah, but it takes time to come to that conclusion. Sometimes. Yes, because you in the middle of the fire. That, but that's what I said. I was mad yeah. for hours. But then that last hour, I made the decision. Well, there's nothing I can do about this. I just gotta let it go. And that's what I had to do. But as men, a lot of times we feel like we can control every situation because we're mm -hmm. the man, we're the providers, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Motherfucking man! Yeah. Pistol! Bow! <laughs> bitch! I couldn't do <laughs> I was men. helpless. Yeah, couldn't do nothing. I was helpless. Off, I wanted to... Curling up in the corner listen, and crying. <laughs> I wanted to cry so bad. But I was at this. I was at the, the office and uh -huh. you know, white people walking by and the Armenians. <laughs> I was like, I cried. These motherfuckers might try to test me. It was like, yeah. what's up, punk bitch? Yeah. You <laughs> Not that they would ever do that. I don't even know why my mind went there, but I just I didn't want to cry in public. But as a man, you can't cry in public, right? Yeah. That's it. And then that's... also I didn't want like I'm not the type of person where 
I want to be comforted when I have that type of breakdown. And I don't want somebody walking up and be like, what's wrong? Are you, are you okay? Because especially somebody I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because they might have been coming be from a genuine place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's me like, to be uh, that vulnerable. Yeah, it's, I already don't like touching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to share my cry with you. I don't want to share my cry with you. Yeah, because you don't like being touched and stuff. I don't. Stop. Don't do it now. It's weird. Why would you do that now? They had to see. They had to make sure that you knew that they knew. Kev be trying to hug me on camera. I'm like, please don't. Don't I hug can't, me. I hate Kev. Kev will hug that me like this. That fist bump thing, and he opens. Oh, it is, oh I get him oh back now. Oh my god! I, so now I can, I can, I predict when he's gonna do it. So when he opens his, I open mine and I lock hands with him. <laughs> I look him in his eye. I'm like, "This is what you wanted. This is what you want. Got you." He, okay. I, I, I started hugging him. Like I catch him sitting down, and yeah. he go give me fist bump, and I just, I koala him as he's yeah. sitting. Down. Listen, <laughs> I do any and everything I can to make Kev uncomfortable. He just he clench up every oh, time. I'm like, oh, yeah. but then when he gets me back, I hate it. Listen, I told, oh. I was like, I won't be out done. And one time he tried to get me, and he was standing in the line. I came up from behind and hugged him around the waist, and then I held it. I locked my arms and held it, and I just put my head in his neck. I didn't kiss him, but I was just right here, and I was like, how's this feel? Dude, I, don't touch me. Yes. I I will take I it touch to people push it to don't the limit. Me. I won't be outdone. That's one thing about me. The petty in me won't let you outdo me. I was like, oh, that was good. Oh, man. I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll see you next week, my boy. I did. Go, I, to my, go to my book of get-backs. I'm see. just waiting for us to get the right green room where it's far enough away from the showroom and everything, and I'm running in with a thong on. They're just going to take it. You just got to take that, these cheeks out. Get these little yellow, freckled-ass cheeks. Dead wrong. I'm like, Ooh, dead wrong, man. <laughs> you going to come in shaking? <laughs> get some power fire. <laughs> go, team, Go. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. Yeah, take that to the face. To the face. All right. um, (laughs) Things that you learned since being married. So where I talked about, like, communication is going to be key. Yeah. Uh, That's Can't say it enough. People say it all the time so much that it don't even really make sense. Oh, yeah, you're going to say communicate. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just, like, just, just, I told Angel, I just called Angel just now. It's like, hey, we doing two shows. She was like, you didn't tell me that when you left. No, I didn't. That's why I'm telling you right now. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I promise I'm going to be back by this time because we got that other thing we got to do. So you can't communicate enough. And also, as a man, being willing to understand, or a woman, whoever you are, being willing to understand that you may not know how to communicate, or you may not be doing it w- good enough. Yeah, like I put, like I said last episode, I put that on Front Street. Like I don't know how to say this, but I don't want it to come off this way. Yeah, and then a lot of times I get pressure. Well, go ahead and say it, okay? But the way I'm saying it ain't the way I. I just don't know how. To, what other words mm-hmm. to use? But A, B, and C. When it's like, oh, and it can be taken a whole lot better. Um, but since being married, a good thing I learned. It's, that communication is, is thing, but don't let don't let anything become routine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. let anything become routine unless it's uh, benefit. Unless it's extremely beneficial. Like, let's say you and your lady, y'all been married for some years. Like, we are they are traveling right now. Um, one of the things that me and Angel have become let become routine that is actually a benefit is doing date nights. Mm-hmm. You know, we got four kids, and this is like they in school right now. Angel gets back in town. We're doing a podcast. We're doing running around. We got business meetings, merch to get together. It's a lot going on. Yeah. But you can't forget about the relationship. We It's all about me and her. Yeah, we got kids, but it's still about us. Yeah. That's you great. Kids are going to eventually grow up and be like, all right, deuces. They'll they, take they care of her, but they, the boys, they, don't, yeah. they don't care about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't, you get, 
get, can't let things like that become routine. But as far as like you know, like the sex thing, stuff like that, hey, you can't let become routine. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want a bored woman. Yeah, you don't want a bored man. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's one thing I can definitely take away from being married. Got it. Yeah, I um, was great advice. Something. Which way I want to go with it first? Uh, since being married, one of the things that Farron would say the most to me, I don't want anyone to have more access to you than I do. Mm-hmm. And that that was coming. And at first, I was like, "What are you talking about? I I, I live here. Anybody got more access?" But she was saying in the sense of like, she don't want someone to have news before she has news. She Absolutely. don't want someone to hear about my day, good or bad, before she mm-hmm. hears about it. She don't want, you know, a, a, a surprise about a new project that I got booked for to go on a podcast before she hears about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because she was like, you have full and total access to me. I call you with any and everything, mm-hmm. and I want that reciprocated. And I didn't get that at first. And now I understand, you know, she should be first. And for the right. most part, I was always doing that. It was just yeah. like if I say some crazy shit on a, on a uh, podcast or I was excited about something I booked and I just found out, you know, she just wanted to to have that. And and that, and that was yeah. completely That's fair. fair. That's, That's fair, completely yeah. fair. We, we live by that. It's like it's been times where we'll hold something all day because, like, I won't, if I hear something or know about something, same with Angel, she'll wait out where she'll be around people. It's like, Call me just just real quick. Yeah. I want to let you know this. I'm around a bunch of people, but A, B, and C, and I got to celebrate. I got to yeah. tell people, all right, go ahead. But yeah. it's like, hey, let me let me dip away. Let yeah. him know. Even if he can't celebrate with me now, I can tell y'all because he know. That's that's dope. Because I always I use, I always use the example. I kept my cousin. He's a really good cook. And uh, he'd be frying stuff on the grill. And every time we over, be a thousand people over his house. Mm-hmm. That's an exaggeration, but I'm just saying. <laughs> He'll cook. He won't let nobody take a bite of nothing until he fix his wife her plate. Take it in the house, yeah, it wrap is. it up, put it up. All right, y'all go ahead and eat. Yeah, like, like it's, yeah. Hey, it's a smart man, and, and, and it's, it's That's such a, a small man. thing because yeah. we out there drinking, having fun. He's put out, oh, yeah, yeah, hold on. And we are like people that know him already know. It's just like, all right, yeah, you know, all right, yeah, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all go ahead. Yeah, like Dang. you know, it's gonna be cold, and she's sitting right there. Okay, but it's cool. We had to smart wait. man, <laughs> smart man. You understand me, smart man. And um, I, I definitely agree about the 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 mundane and get stuck in that routine like the date nights are very very important yeah you know like i feel like you know <clears throat> and it's, it's simple it's, years it's crazy because the simple things the simple dude, rules really matter like man, they do be what the you, biggest stepping stone keep doing what you did to get her to yes. keep her it's as simple as that. It took us years to realize that we needed date nights. Mm-hmm. Like we was three kids in before we realized hold up we, we forgot about date nights. Yeah, yeah. Like that's it's an and it's significant and it's such a small thing. It's such a small. It's something thing. you only think about. Is like uh like we was talking to our nanny. We was like, oh yeah, come over. Uh, be over here at this time tomorrow because we're gonna go out on a date night. She's like, oh, what are y'all gonna do? I said we're gonna set somewhere, be old and people watch. So <laughs> <laughs> like, we ain't doing nothing extravagant. Yes, like we are gonna go get something to eat, have a drink or two, and just sit there and talk and cackle and cack key key. Like, yeah. That's it. Sometimes that's, it. That's, that's that's all you need, man. We ain't gonna talk about no business. We ain't gonna talk about none of that. We just gonna be us. That's another thing I have to learn how to do: separating church and state. It's I'll hard be at though. Home just when you're about an shows when you're and, entrepreneur, it's hard. Yes, it's hard. And we will it will sneak in. But usually, if I'm going in, she'd be like, "Hey, that's enough." Or she's going out, I'm like, 
We can talk about that later. Yeah. Because it, it is really hard, but your brain needs that reset. It definitely like does. You're constantly, even if you love what you do, you still mm-hmm. need to take a break from it. Your brain needs that reset. But I feel like it's out me and Angel's responsibility to help each other reset. Yeah. That's true. That's really good, too. Yeah. I had to, like, learn how to not, I had to talk more, even, like, when we're mm-hmm. in the car. Because usually when I'm in the car, I'm listening to music. I don't, I don't really talk when I'm in the car. I got yeah. the music going. That's my zone out. That's my thing. And I realized one time we were driving, it was just complete silence outside of the music. So I turned the music down. I was like, what's going on with you? How's everything going? How yeah. you feeling and stuff? Because I didn't, th- I didn't realize, like, those are the little moments where you can find big joy in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's ultimately, undoubtedly, going to be some traffic. So it's going to take longer than we thought. And that's, that could be a whole conversation we missed out on that we could, you know, if something was bothering her, we can get yeah. that together before we get to our destination. Right. And she's not still sitting with that or share some news or, you know, just whatever, just catch up before we yeah. get to dinner. And yeah. that way we can have our hearts and mind clear and really yeah. just be in that moment. And for a long time, I felt like to please her, I had to lose so much of myself. And I didn't see that losing of myself as growing with mm-hmm. her, I just saw it as losing myself. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like that, especially guys in relationships, like, and to please her, I gotta be home by this time. I gotta I gotta do this and all of this. And it's like to to better y'all. Right. You have to yeah. do that. Cause you are now y'all. Yeah. Like point blank and period. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, and it's crazy because I'm naturally a very quiet, silent person. Like yeah. I don't be talking a whole lot. And now we got this Amar, the youngest. I'm like He's repeating stuff. I need to be talking to this boy more other than him hearing his, his brothers. Because I told Angel last week, he was like, I realized I got to start talking to him a whole yeah. lot more because I will be in the house. I won't say nothing. That's me. And it's like, all right, let me let me start talking more. That's but it's good. It's like one of the, it's even, even though Angel knows that, me being quiet and she's missed, you know, talking, it's like it may come off like, what's wrong with you? Yes. It's like, oh, nothing. And but, I, that, that was me because, and I, and I told Fairness, I was like, I talk for a living. I mm. do. Four to five podcasts, a tour, I'm doing comedy shows through the week, I got a game show, and a whole lot of other shit. Sometimes at home, I just want to be quiet. Yeah. But what that feels like is that everybody else deserves the conversation, and she doesn't. Yeah, because you've been talking to thousands of people. Why can't you talk to me? And I had no rebuttal for it, because she was 100% white. You've been not. <laughs> Hundred percent right. You could talk to everybody else, yeah. but you can't talk to me. And I was like, "It ain't even that. I'm just tired. You know, mm-hmm. I've been thinking all day. I just like, okay, you could just sit down and have a conversation, though." Yeah. I'm like, "You were right. I, I I didn't even realize that what I was doing had that big of effect over you." Yeah, because she got to the point where stuff. she would like, she like, I hate talking on the phone. I really do. And she wouldn't call because she didn't want to get that energy of me answering the phone with that hate talking on the phone energy. And so she would just text it just to see if I'm okay versus calling. And then But she's such a hater though. <laughs> I was gonna say she's it because so she's in the chat. She dope. She dope. She a hater. Uh, oh, she's in here? Yeah. Okay. But um <laughs> she she I'm just playing for her. You she got to nervous. a point where she was like, fuck that. You my husband, I'm calling you, and I'm gonna see how the fuck your day going. And you won't listen to how my day. And I was like, You're absolutely right. And I had to abandon that attitude, that energy, at least mm-hmm. with her, because she did not deserve that. Right. And I didn't realize what I was doing had that big of an effect on her, because that it wasn't my intent. I was really just trying to rest. But 
like like I said, like every why does everybody else get that and, and she doesn't? And this yeah. is the person I supposed to call my rock. This is the person I say yeah. that I love the most and, and holds me down the most. So if anything, she deserves double what they get. Mm-hmm. So I just gonna have to find another way to unwind and, 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 and relax that doesn't involve taking up her time or when we're together. Right. And that's what I'm that's what I that's what I had to do. Yeah. So Something else I learned is uh, about marriage. It's, it's a true partnership. Oh yeah. It's like, um, and back, you know, last episode I was saying, you know, have the generation, you know, we we either heard, you know, make sure a woman happy, hey, 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 you gonna find you one, or you mm-hmm. heard that, you know, don't get married, you know, hey boy, hey boy, don't get married. It's one of those things where it's a true partnership in the fact that I know, guy, like. It, Everybody's not meant to be married. We like oh, we know no, that. Yeah, it's yeah, like no, marriage no. ain't for everybody. When I'm talking about the pe- for the people that are meant to be mm-hmm. married, it's one of those things where you won't find like. And the other part of that is, you know, men always men have that thing of being reluctant before they reach a certain point in life to get married. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of times, you won't reach that level of success until you find the right partner to help you with that success. Because mm-hmm. like where I am now, I never saw myself retiring from my regular nine to five before the age of forty. Mm. I was gonna retire at you know sixty or whenever everybody yeah. else you know fifty or sixty, or fifty would it not? Because I passed that before that career started, so it would have been in my sixties. Yeah, and it's like now it's like I never saw myself being this um, this deep into entrepreneurship at this age mm-hmm. and fully doing it like I I was about to say on my own, but doing it with just us. Yeah. And it's like that would have never you don't know where that, life that, that go. That would have never happened had I not found the right partner. Had me and Angel not be together. It's like you got that person that and what women be bettering us so much. Oh my God. The you know, communication it's, it's like me sucking up or nothing like that. Like yeah. as much as I am terrified of Farron, I know that she makes you nigga. Like let me tell you something. That communication alone not only helped mm-hmm. me in my marriage, but it has helped me in so many rooms when sealing deals when pitching myself when fighting for myself when when somebody gives me a number i'm like i know they lowballing me instead of just saying yeah okay because i'm excited to work with them right she was like no, no. you deserve more you than back that up at it. and like that communication that i have worked on with her has bled over into so many other areas i mean that i would not even 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 my career at this point I really feel like is 90% of because of her. I've always mm-hmm. had the wheel, always had the drive, but when her and the kid moved out here, the the feeling of responsibility to them and yeah. keeping them accustomed to living a certain way. And that's not saying going out to eat every day or even fast food every day, but just making sure the lights don't get cut out. Right. Making sure that we have at least noodles in the house. Mm-hmm. The, the, the level of living to where we don't have to, like, like just go without eating. Right. I was like, it put it lit a different type of fire under my. I when I moved out here, I wanted to make it, but when I had a family that depended on me and was mm-hmm. rooting for me, that I had to see every night, and if I knew I didn't give it a hundred percent every day, I had to look at them knowing that I was slacking that day, put, lit a different type of fire under me. Yeah. And that's what really got me going, man. Like yeah. working jobs that I didn't like, working at Carmax. Mm-hmm. I was I, I, when Farron moved out here. Oh, you worked there. I worked oh, at Carmax for six there. months. Okay. I started you working test at, driving like me when you made no, <laughs> no. I started working at Banana Republic, and I was a manager at at the Banana Republic. Well, 
uh, shift manager at the Banana Republic back in St. Louis. And I told them that I had experience. You know, I got this many years of retail, whatever. It was like, oh, great. We'll start you at 915. 915 mm. part-time? Yeah, you got a family. So I had to get that job and work Walgreens. I was working Banana Republic in the morning or evening shifts, and I would get off in there and go work overnight at Walgreens. And then I went in for an uh, uh, interview at CarMax and got that and quit both of those because Walgreens was just fucking. I was at a, such a low. I was drinking a beer from Walgreens. You got a six-pack <laughs> for two ninety nine. I was drinking the two-pack, I mean the six-pack of beer and the, the microwavable White Castles. That's mm. how low I was. Ooh. In life, and I was just because I, I just didn't, I didn't care. Yeah, right. So I got in with Carmax, met Gay, met you, and everybody. And things got better, and I started with, like, touring and stuff like that. But I was doing Carmax and 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 Walgreens and Banana Republic, not because I wanted to, because I I had to. I right. felt the need right. to. So that fire stayed lit, and it's only got bigger and better. And now I make better decisions, obviously, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know fight for myself better, but. I didn't. I didn't fight this hard until I got them in my life, and I was like, "I'm going to give them the best life possible I can." Yeah. So that's one of those. Um, it's something that I learned actually that I saw Angel learn. I think the women because we we giving all the men stuff, but for as far as women, it's like everybody that knows Angel knows that she is an alpha. Mm-hmm. We're both actually alphas, mm-hmm. and. Marriage and relationship, it's about knowing who should be leading at that time. At that time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not about, because I had somebody comment. It's like, well, when is the man of, you know, because I was talking about, you know, Angel wanted to do this, so we're going to do that. Or she wanted to get this piece and wanted this to look this way, so we're going to go with that for the house. Yeah. And I remember somebody commenting, it was like, you know, when do, why, why get married? When does the man ever take charge? Why y'all always submitting? And I'm like, it's about being, it's about submitting when you need, know you should. Yeah. It's like, you know, you point guard of the team. You ain't going to go up and go up against the center of the other team. No, you're going to let the, your center do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and same thing. It's like, Angel, she has better taste than me when it comes to colors. I feel like I decorate better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as colors and, and, and doing stuff like that, it's like on her. So, if like, she wants this color couch or this color painting, I'm just like, go with that. But it needs to be over here. Yes, cool. that part. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's like one of those things where. I can help with the feng shui. Yeah. You could, you could, and it, I agree. Like. For me, it was that the kid and her spend way more time in the front room, in the living room, than I do. Like, way more time. I'm usually mm-hmm. in my office, in the bathroom, or sleep. I go down there to watch a movie with them, to sit with them, to just spend some time with them. But the kid's always down there watching YouTube while she's on the computer playing games and stuff like that. Farron is always down there watching uh, a show while she's doing her work at her desk because the TV, you know, you put the swivel. Yeah. You, you did the TV for it. The TV <laughs> swivels all around. It's, it's the, the six ways. So it boom, boom. And I was a list for it and yeah, list all of that shit. Back, so, yeah. so she they're spending more time in there. Why would I put forth so much fight into how that looks if right. they're gonna spend the most time there? I have my yeah. input and I feel I feel heard, I feel seen, I feel respected. Yeah. But I also feel I like I don't this. have to but shut weigh up. in yeah. all of that because <laughs> I'm not spending the most time there. Right. And that, that that's one battle that I don't have to get on the field for. Like I that's yeah. not a big yeah, thing. And it's for picking me. and choosing in battles too. Yeah. It's like uh Angel, she actually was talking about this. She realized uh recently that because like I said, Angel's an alpha and she likes to, you know, she's just naturally that way. But she realized being married, also being married to an alpha, because most women don't want no pushover. Mm-hmm. Also being married to an alpha, she needs to let me be a man when I she needs to let me be the man of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And when I say be the man, I mean 
let she doesn't have to go forth and do everything. Like it never hurts my ego. Yeah. Like you know, you on tour with Angel. Mm-hmm. Angel will carry all her luggage. And listen, we had to push her. I literally Angel, put the shit down, because, bro. And, and that's just who she is. Yeah, like, yep. and it got to the point to where it, that that's so bad is before she came to this realization of okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm in my forties. I'm gonna start being a lady and letting you do that stuff. Yes. But we've been married for fourteen years together for seventeen. Mm-hmm. I got to the point up until this year, I would just let her struggle <laughs> because there's no point. There's no point in getting into like an argument and tensions being high just because she's like, "Oh, I can get it. I'm gonna yeah. get this." It's like, "All right, fine, struggle." So we go through the airport. I have my stuff, my backpack, going along, and she be behind me dragging stuff. It's <laughs> like, but that's it's not me not this being. Nigga Marcus is cut different, nah, bro. It's not me not being a gentleman. It's like that's what she wants to do, and I I'm not gonna fight that battle. We're gonna get to the gate and sit down, and she's gonna be cool. And I'm gonna be cool. However, if I force those things out of her hand, mm-hmm. now she's got an attitude. See, I, I broke I I broke her up that early. When we when she first moved out mm-hmm. here, she was like would race me to the door to open her door. Yeah, and I broke up that like probably within the first eight months to a year. Uh-huh. And now, if I forget to open her door, she will stand there. Yeah. I will drive she off started- and have to come back, and she'd be like, "Oh, I thought nah, you had she- lost your mind for a second. So this year, she started. She finally got to that point where it's like, "I hear what you've been saying." Yes, I'm gonna allow myself to be a lady. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I'm gonna start letting get letting that." advantage this whole because people say chivalry is dead and it's like the way angel would look at it as oh you th- i'm a woman so you see me as weak and you need to do this for me it's like no it's about it's about me being your husband and i don't want you to have to do that yes that's what it's and about ladies it's not it has nothing strong to do with ladies. you being weak it has nothing to do with you it's like let me do this for you because it's, I it's want a small to. gesture of my appreciation yes is because I love and appreciate you this much. I don't even want you to have to ever touch the door handle. Yeah. I don't want you to ever have to touch a gas pump. I mm-hmm. will gas your car. That, it got to a point where Farron, like she never went to gas station. She would come on and eat and be like, babe, I need some gas in my car. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Because she she knew that I was gonna take care right. of that. Right. That's that's something she did. And it's not, and it, that didn't make her any less of a strong woman. That didn't make her any right. less of a strong wife or mother. That's just something small that I can do as yeah. a token of my appreciation for you dealing with my shit. Yeah. But and 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 making my life better. Yeah, but I, I see how that could come off as women thinking, oh, like, oh, you're weak, you can't do that. It's yeah. like, no, it's truly most uh, at least the mindset that I've always had and just being a gentleman the way I was raised, it could be my uncles and they see my cousin doing something. It's like, hey, boy, why are you letting her do that? Like, mm-hmm. go do that for exactly. her. But yes. it's, it's not her being, oh, she can't do it. It's her then be like, no, that's your cousin. You take care of her. She Look shouldn't out have for to yeah. do that. I know you can open the door. Yeah. It's not a doubt in my mind that you can, you can open the door and yeah. pump your own I, I, know, I know you're very yeah. capable of I know it. you can do the luggage. I know yeah. you lived out here for, on your own. You, you've been on your own damn near since you were 16. I know you can do it, Absolutely. but I don't want you to have to at this that point. Part. So now she's to the point to where we'd be anywhere. She'll walk out the front door at our house. She'll stand there and look at me like, mm-hmm. you're going to hurry up? And then I got to meet her at the truck. I got to run ahead of her now. <laughs> and I'm just like, I've created a monster. She can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it's 1139, so I'm going to let you get out of here. And I might talk to them for another five minutes so we can hit that 40 minutes. Oh, no, but we you're good. Not gonna... We good. I can speak. No, no, because I'm good. Okay. Well, I, we'll I, go, I we'll go an five. Hour to get there. It might take me 30. It might take me 30 minutes. I got here okay. in 20. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, Well, once we hit 40 minutes, we can start wrapping up. But that's like four minutes away. I just, yeah. I'm not going to be responsible no, for making we, you we late because I see 12, her later. We have, we have a 1230. Okay. And no, I know. I know. And I know we you're not far from here. Yeah, we good. She in here too. I don't want no problems, cause ain't like ain't nobody worried about her. Shit.
I told you, I ain't worried about nobody when I came to the petty pranks. But Angel, the way that she writes those little notes, and that she writes mean, spiteful notes in the most pretty handwriting. I was yeah, like, this said, is a psychopath. Good. We good. Is it anybody that writes a note that's like, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> With a smiley face it's and gonna, a wink. Yeah, you won't even feel it. But you'll know you're dead when you wake up dead. And it's like, isn't this pretty handwriting? What the fuck is wrong with Angel, bruh? We, we we were born on pranks. We were, we were raised on pranks. When y'all started pranking, I was like, Angel, they have no idea what we about to do. Kev's, oh, he got some. Oh, that was good. Here. The boxes in the oh, truck boxes was nothing. That was light work. That was fantastic. He, he, moved, he moved me on the camera? Oh, I got him. <laughs> oh, I got him. Oh, he got it coming. <laughs> that boy's ass crack is that long. Kev's butt crack starts at the bottom of his neck. It's right under his shoulder blades. <laughs> He's cut so high. The Lord just saw fit just to make... And that's why I was like, you were born to be an asshole. You got this much ass? You can't help being an yeah, asshole. You gotta, you gotta just put it out there. Just, just, let me share this with some people. Here, it's, a, it's a long ass. Leave this in your back seat. You got an old auntie ass. That's just an old, long ass. Uh, <laughs> it's toilet tissue just in there for... From 88, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's cut high. The boy is cut high. Uh, but I will say that, man, it is an absolute joy to share life with somebody that not only sees their purpose and can walk in it, but also shares enthusiasm yeah. for your purpose. Absolutely. Walks in it and helps you get get there. Or like, gives you vision of your purpose. Yeah. When you didn't even, Here's the thing. This is what I have always admired about you, Angel, Kev's, like the people that are doing that. Most people, y'all, and a lot of people don't realize this. Most people don't know their passion. Mm-hmm. That's true. They most people don't know their passion. A lot of nine to fivers don't know their passion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people living out there, quote unquote, dream may not even know that. Like me, I'm still trying to discover that. Mm-hmm. And Angel's like, "What do you love to do?" I was like, "I like driving and talking about cars." She's like, "That's your passion." I was like, "But is it though?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. But that was last year when that got revealed to me. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. It's like, because you don't have in your mind, like, oh, I could actually get paid for what I love to you do. You would never think it. People don't think it. You never. Th- I knew I wanted to be in entertainment. But in college and high school, I never would have thought it would have been this. Like, more people recognized me from All Deaf a couple years ago than they did from Insecure. Hmm. And then they recognized me from Brooklyn Nine Nine more than they did Insecure. In Brooklyn Nine Nine, that was just one episode. I did three three seasons of Insecure, hmm. but all deaf was YouTube. Yeah. I'm in London and people recognizing me yeah. from all deaf. And now that I have these different shows and stuff like that, and I'm able to feed my family yeah. over this, but also a lot of people will not understand the amount of work that it takes to get it's here. It's a lot. You guys see one show, two shows, three shows a week, and you think that we just came in and did this. You don't see the editing that goes in, mm-hmm. the planning, the booking people. We got somebody behind the boards. He's shifting the cameras. We have to make sure the lighting is yeah, good. The sound in. is Zoom good. Zoom in. Zoom in on him. Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. That wasn't automatic. Mm-hmm. Go ahead back to them. And then <laughs> the shows that don't go well. Uh, the pilot got posted today of Spelling is Hard. That's the first pilot of that. We're probably going to shoot two or three more before mm-hmm. we actually start rolling with the, the show because we got to rebrand it and, and and switch some things around. It's a lot more work mm-hmm. as an as an as an entrepreneur than it is a regular nine to fiver. But you have more freedom of what you want to do. That's the that's the yeah. trade off. Yeah, what you get to invest your time in is that freedom. But 
it's a lot it's more work. work. Mondays work. are usually six to eight hours of filming. Same with Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday, we were shooting the channel show. That was a 12-hour day. And within that time, I still have to find time to pack, pick up clothes from the cleaners, unpack, do inventory, make sure I got shirts enough to go for this week. And if I'm running low, based on inventory, I have to go down yeah. and order shirts, drop them off at the printer, still spend time with the family, spend, still spend time with Farron, try to work out, have some type of a social life, work mm -hmm. out new jokes for next year's tour, and come up with these new shows for the next season. All of yeah. that has to go in two or three days because then I'm on I'm on tour and we're shooting in the daytime the food show and then a couple hours later now we're shooting the show. Yeah. I mean now we're doing the show we got four shows or five or six shows last week or two weeks ago we had eight shows yeah eight, back eight to shows back. eight shows back to back uh, uh, three two, cities two weeks in a row yeah and then in a couple of weeks we got a, ten days on the road nonstop no breaks ten days so you have that freedom but you also have to Work to keep it. And it's just like your marriage, your relationship. Mm -hmm. There is no cruise control. You have to work. Yeah. That's uh, even sitting here. The fact that I'm sitting here doing a podcast, this is something that was revealed to me by Angel. I had no idea. I had no desire oh, to you be, would be great. in front of no camera. Yeah. In front of no mic talking to people. I'm like, man, get out of here with that crap. Who want to hear serious? what I got to say? Exactly. That's why I, I waited so long to start my Patreon. Because I don't want to fucking hear him. It's a little bit bad. I'm like. Angel, don't she's like, hey, Marcus, all you got to do is be you. I'm yes. like, don't know, but I'm an asshole. You know that. That's exactly why they love you. Because <laughs> everybody wants that asshole friend. The shit that you say that they're afraid to say is what they love yeah, about a you. a lot of it's edited out, too. I, but yeah, uh, it is got, what it is. Mar Marcus is family. I talked to a guy who wrote for Family Guy. He was one of the editors and stuff. And he said, the shit that we see is like the fifth revision, and it's like 15% of the original script. The shit that they normally say, like originally... Would never pass, and that's Marcus. They added out seventy five percent of what this nigga's this nigga right here get everybody canceled. Yeah, but, <laughs> for real. That's but that's a, that's that's an example of like what marriage and finding the right partner does for you. Mm -hmm. The fact that I'm not at work. I watched. Uh, I was uh, vlogging, mm -hmm. and I was deleting uh, my. Uh, memory card was full, so I'm deleting videos like that I've done in the past, and some came up from last year and the year before. I'm like, I got a bunch of stuff on here, but I looked at my my face. Mm -hmm. I was depressed. Yes, I was uh, suffering from anxiety. Mm -hmm. I was stressed, and it showed all over my face. Yeah, like I I looked in that thing. Angel said, "No, you look fine. You just look skinny." Or like to me, I looked sick. Yeah, I'm like, God dang, this is what I was walking around looking like, carrying all of that and, around with you. Yeah, and she was doing all she could to help me, but it's like we dove into this thing, and me trusting her. And listening to her words is what, and us building something together is what was able to pull me out of all that. That is. And here I sit. Get you a good woman or a good man, yeah. somebody that sees your purpose hey. and helps you walk in that, and you can help them in turn. Yeah. And y'all wait to get there before you yeah. find that person. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no perfect time. Nah. To have kids, mm -mm. to chase a dream. You're never going to have enough money. Because the more money you get, the more stuff you're going to get. And then you're going to have to pay for that more stuff. You're going to be like, Absolutely. all right, I just need another $50,000 yeah. Then I can do. You get that extra $50,000. Then you're like, oh, this new truck came out. I got to get this. Yeah. And now you're like, oh, I, got, I, I just got to get another $20,000. Yeah. It's never a fucking perfect <laughs> never, time. Ever. There is no perfect blueprint for entertainment or entrepreneurship. You can do everything right and still fail. Let me tell you what. There's People, no blueprint for this shit. My parent, Our parents, me and Angel's parents, laughed at us when we were, got pregnant with Marcus. Because we were terrified, mad, and scared. Mm-hmm. I had a full-time job. Angel was on ER. We owned our own house. We was like, but we not ready. They busted out laughing. Mm -hmm. We terrified. 
we look at back on it now, it's like, yeah, it was pretty stupid to be scared. Like, like you are literally stable and did everything the correct, right way. But in our minds, mm-hmm. we ain't ready for this. The How world are you is not ready. The world is How crumbling. are we not ready? But we, you couldn't tell us back then we was ready. Like, we, no, no. We want this down the road. We can't do this. We don't know what we're doing. You never will know what you're doing. Got to jump out there. Excellence very rarely comes from a place of comfortability. That's my quote. There you, you go. You see it anywhere. That's my shit. Okay, I've been saying that for years, and I tell people that when you're ready to jump, jump. Don't do the one, two, three. Just fucking jump. Just jump. One, two, three, you're going to think too much about it, and you're going to try to get comfortable. That's what people never leave their hometown, mm-hmm. be afraid to move to New York or L.A. or Del- whatever the fuck. you comfortable at home. Have you know you got a safety net. You know you got yeah. people that you can rely back on. When you put yourself in that fucking corner and it's you against the world, you will find a way. You will find a way. Now, don't just up and move without a plan. That's I why mean, we yeah, got have, yeah, have some money. Have That's some, why we yeah, got some homeless plan. people out here. Yeah, yeah, do a little plan. Yeah, definitely do a little plan. Because everybody trying to act. Yeah. And don't let your ego get in the way, too. Yeah, you yeah, run yeah, low, yeah, get yeah. the fuck up out of here. But, but, but if you're going to jump, jump. 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 And I think that's a great place to end on because it's time for Tank to go. And it's time for me to go as well. I still got a pack of shit like that. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an amazing episode of More to the Story. I want to give big thanks and big shout out to my brother Tank, man, for Absolutely, coming through in the 25th hour for me, man. Absolutely. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Farron. She's at home handling business like a boss. She's got another project with a company that she's about to walk away from in a couple couple months anyway. But bless their heart, they don't have no idea. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week on another episode of More to the Story. Y'all be easy. Oh, please send anything that you want to talk about to the, to the email uh, more to the story podcast at gmail.com we want to hear from y'all what do y'all want to talk about what do y'all want us to talk about who do y'all want to see on the show guess all of that type of stuff let us know in the email we love y'all we see y'all be good to each other peace